Hello, hello, mi gente, and welcome to Border Sessions here live at Star City Studio. We are here with the other half from yours truly, El Paso, Texas. Here at Border Sessions, we are connecting people through arts and music, and nothing better than our other half here with this band from El Paso. Take it away, guys, the other half. This first song is called The Good Son. next song is going to be called REM2.
Star City Studios and our aesthetics today also in our space is brought to you by an amazing local artist called Diego Robot. We have his paintings there as the backdrop for the other half. Let's get to know you guys a little bit. Uh, Steven, why don't you go ahead and introduce the band? We are the sweaty half. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, we have on bass, we have Joseph and vocals. No, bass and vocals, we have Joseph Salcedo. Uh, drums, we have Christian Yanez. I'm Steven Siegel. I am guitar and vocals. And... Uh, we are the other half. 
And if I may, I'm going to brag a little bit on y'all's behalf. This indie alternative band here from El Paso has uh, been in Neon Desert four times. They have opened up for the likes of Mike Snow, Ra Ra Riot, and The Main at our local venue here, Tricky Falls. That is no easy thing, guys. You've been together since 2013, since March. I hear maybe it was the luck of that month that brought you guys together. Um, we really want to get to know you guys. So how about, let's talk about your name a little bit. The other half, I always think about Media Naranja, which for those of you that are a little bit with the Spanish, it's a little hard. Uh, that's uh, my oh, other mean? half, my other orange half, which I think about when I think of your name. So how about you guys tell us a little bit of the history, the backstory? Uh, well, our name came from a Beatles quote, uh, John Lennon sang a song called Glass Onion, and in the line he sang, uh, to see how the other half lives. And, uh, well, I kind of wanted to see how the other half lives, so <laughs> I started a band from, our old band, Electrosocial, which disbanded that year thir to 13. 213, that's what I call it now. <laughs> and, uh, that's what we all should call it. And uh, there were six members in that band, now there's three of us left, so it kind of makes sense that the other half is wow. made out of us. Oh my god! No, in a weird way. The other half, I think also uh, your drummer, uh, Christian, also had an interesting take on the other half. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit of that Greek mythology story you were telling me earlier? It was from uh, Plato's Symposium. Um, pretty much the theory of Aristophanes on the, the theory of love. Um, where in the olden times, uh, human beings were kind of two people kind of put back to back. So one person was made up of four arms, mm -hmm. uh, four legs, you know, two heads. Right. Um, and we did something to anger the gods. And our punishment was uh, Zeus struck us with bolts of lightning. And our, I guess, eternal punishment was having to find our other halves. Um, and that was what they, what Aristophanes thought was the definition of love and where it came from. I think it's so interesting that this like dynamic trifecta, an odd number, has made a beautiful half with you guys. You have such an right. interesting sound, <laughs> right? Um, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about playing at Lobra? I know that that's like your common stomping ground, and that may have been the launching place for a tour you guys had last year, right, uh, to the West Coast. Tell us a little bit about that, like the sound that I guess brought you guys together and how you started playing locally and all that. Well, I mean, we used to play lowbrow consistently, and uh, actually, right next door, what used to be Black Market, mm -hmm. that play, those in two places, right? Yeah, <laughs> in the market. I don't know if you guys remember, but there's a time <laughs> along back. Uh, the Black percolator. Market, yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, Yo, and, and Cincinnati. Those remember that? The good old. <laughs> oh I mean, we can say that those Cincinnati Black Market they made us kind of. It's those places are very intimate and kind of. I mean, you can't get a better sound than lowbrow sometimes. It's just like it's made simply for bands to play and perform and just kind of like blow your minds away absolutely i definitely agree so that's why kind of we like playing there because it's fun it's really fun speaking of fun i definitely gotta ask what was the experience like opening up for mike snow i'm not gonna lie mike snow is totally one of my favorites so what was that like a big beautiful blur the one the one takeaway was they borrowed my lighter that whole night oh so my gosh do you <laughs> have I still that have that lighter in my possession in a shrine in yes, a box that no one Absolutely. else can touch i didn't get any pictures but i have the lighter then that's that's the most that's enough thing. proof for all of us who borrowed it i gotta ask 
All of them. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, took turns with it. They just <laughs> so they 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 had part of your lighter. Uh, oh my gosh, that's amazing! I'm kind of geeking out a little bit. Um, so you guys playing for those kinds of likes of of people opening up for them, and then also playing Neon Desert for for those of you listening in, watching in. Neon Desert is a homegrown uh, homegrown concert that's really grown over the years, and I think you guys kind of have mapped that growth, uh, playing with them four or four times. You guys have really seen how it's grown. How about you guys tell us a little bit about that experience and uh, how it marked you guys, changed you guys a little bit, made you think a little different? Um, I think oh. what was cool was um, being on the same flyer like as some of those big bands, um, whether it was um, one of my favorites, uh, Tokyo Police Club, being able Definitely. to be you know on yeah. the same flyer as them, um, being able to show that off to people. Hey, I. I played with these guys, you know, we were just being on the same bill on a flyer is, I think it's something you can kind of have for the rest of your life and be able to say like, we did this at one point. Put next to Joseph's lighter on yeah. his tray. Yeah. And when I, I have uh, the weird stories. Yeah. I, I, got to, I, got to, I got to fist bump uh, uh, Paul Banks, yeah, the uh, lead what? singer. Of, yeah. Fist bump, yeah. 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 Our first, our first year. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, right before we get into the music, because that's what we're here for, uh, I also wanted to delve in a little bit. You guys have such a depth about your name, about how you came together, uh, about your sound. I think we would love to know who are some of your influences? What's some of the, the places, sounds that have taken you to have this really in-depth feel for your music? I grew up on oldies. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, literally going camping almost every other weekend, listening to the Beatles, uh, anything between like like Frank Sinatra and just kind of Leo Sayer, like everything that kind of kind of fall in between all these between the sixties and like late seventies. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I grew up on. So that's where my songwriting comes from. This very romanticized way. Yes, romanticized. Kind of like with my twist of like. Ooh, there's yeah. a little edge. There's definitely little. lots of edge. We can call it sound. sadness. We can call it what it really is. It's a little sad. He was uh, he was brokenhearted before he even fell in love. That's <laughs> oh man, that is beautiful. Kind of Go ahead and repeat is. that, Joseph. He was what? He was right, brokenhearted. <laughs> he was brokenhearted before he ever fell in love. I think I that that's a new song. There we go for you guys. Uh, that's. That's a that's a beautiful sentiment. I think uh, when we get into getting to know you guys a little bit more, we'd love to know about your song process, like your songwriting process, because the the lyrics, what I could catch, wow, uh, is it definitely leaves that ripple effect. Where, like you feel chills, and I feel that heartache as well. Let's go ahead and get to get back into the music. Take it away. We are here with the other half and the beautiful artwork of Diego Robot, local visionary here in El Paso. Take it away, other half here at Star City Studios Border Sessions. This next one is called Slick Talk. Thank you. 
gentlemen that is dancing on a line by the other half man if i could hear that whole heartbroken oh. line that you said before yeah, that, there it is. that tune that's a san antonio written that uh oh no sorry austin written uh, what uh, happened yeah. in austin you don't want to know i don't <laughs> i do want to know i want to know what happened that is okay. that is a really well, if fun you, if song. you want to know nice segue our album is going to come out later on this year oh. so you can find out a little bit more that way if you kind of so if people want to know steven's romantic saga you guys should check out their album that'll be coming Steven, out soon this Joseph year and christian's romantic saga is gonna be all in cd soon so if you guys want to catch that speaking of which this like dude trifecta that you guys have going on here male voices with like drums that kind of get to your heart and talking about you you say this really cool line in your song something about the, all the broke through the bone yeah, I kind of feel that in the in the drums too. So I I really want to delve into your songwriting process, uh, the harmonies you guys pulled there too yeah, are there's real a, nice. There's a small percentage of like sad boy in all of us, so kind of <laughs> like it comes out just right at the good time, like right, right at the right time. I think it's at a perfect time. So how's the songwriting process for for you guys? What's that journey like? Um, for the most part, I think whoever sings it brought the bigger chunk to this to the band and mm. that's how we kind of finish it off okay so like say if joseph comes with the good son uh he already has like a good visual of kind of what he wants to kind of hear mm -hmm. and we just kind of have to keep replaying it over and over again until kind of he gets like a 70 percent of satisfaction you know like kind of like <laughs> since since he birthed the song he kind of has a little bit more control over it right but he like we all understand that it's for the greater good of the song so sure. i mean we have a good time. It definitely time. sounds like it. So you guys, it seems like Joseph, who's on bass, and Stephen, who's here on guitar, you guys write the lyrics. You also are creating the melodies. And then I, I want to know, Christian, how do you jump on in there and give us that heartbreaking beat that you just, it gets there? Um, I kind of just hit things. <laughs> uh, yeah. But for, uh, for a lot of them, sometimes Stephen and Joseph will come up with kind of like a bass idea. Um, and we kind of just go off of that based okay. on what kind of they bring to the structure. We'll, we'll play them a new song and kind of give them a carton of ice cream and the movie Never Been Kissed and kind of be like, <laughs> this is kind of what we're going for. That's exactly what happens. That's kind of <laughs> how it... So the beautiful thing is that we pretty much share the same catalog of influences and music that we both like, that we all like. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we come to the table with an idea, the other two know exactly what we're going for, the sound, the feel, and... That's something that I, I guess very few bands have the luxury of having two other guys that know exactly where you're coming from. And I'm always pleasantly surprised with whatever drum yeah. stylings or whatever guitar work that Steven comes up with. And it's worked so and far. And the bass work that Joseph comes up with. Let's not Sometimes. leave him out of that. It sounds like the most epic bromance, guys. It's beautiful. Like pretty bromantic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not everyone's ready for something like this. I mean... Yeah, uh, I j I also wanted to talk a little bit more just before we oh, kind of yeah. take us our, take us out. Um, you guys talk about these topics other than I think heart heartbreak. How about the good son? How does that Joseph? You were I think um, Stephen was saying that you kind of brought the biggest chunk for that song. Um, I think growing up in the border, we have such interesting identities here, and I I really want to know the influence of of the binational living 
that it has in your songs and your music and the way that we love and the way that we talk and, and all that kind of a little piece of everything. Um, so if you're talking about, I guess, the border feel, um, we have that song Slick Talk, uh, which certainly has a little bit of that Latin beat, that Latin definitely. feel. And definitely a part of um, where we came from, uh, what we're used to listening to. I mean, we we, we grew up on Santana and, and stuff like that. <laughs> that's that's really, that he's God, I guess, for, for Mexican-Americans. That's that's as good as it gets. Yeah. But Whoever watches this, I hope they don't just assume that all of El Paso is just like Santana. Of we course just, not. We just, you got Selena, that's just too. A great, got, yeah, oh, let's. Uh, A.B. Quintanilla <laughs> on bass work. Let's, let's, let's do one of those. But we definitely do try to, try to keep it. Um, local and keep it regional and whatever it is that we're feeling here the inspiration that we derive from you know our hometown yeah a lot of our music seeps though. into definitely seeps into the music it's really impacted by our own lives here in el paso so i mean kind of you can hear it kind of come through the, the music slick talk example very driven by the latin beats mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that is it that rima i could definitely hear it in that song for sure um, okay, let's go ahead and take us into our last song. Guys, this has been Border Sessions here at Star City Studios with our aesthetics brought to you by Diego Robot, who is part of Los Visionaries here in El Paso. He has that awesome Latin binational love of those colors that we have here in this area. The other half, it has been a beautiful, beautiful experience with you here at the studio. Thank you, you. guys. Likewise. Thank Llegan you. al corazón, and it's... I feel it, that heartbreak at 22. Yeah, oh, that happened. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> For sure. You weren't supposed to hear that. Oh, I, I heard. I heard. We're pulling energy off of these two posters, just so you guys know, like these two. These two insane. paintings. This yeah, one behind me is insane. freaking me out ever yeah. since I got here, but. It's because it's bearing into your soul, Joseph. Yeah, it's because. It's just I, clinging on, It's, it's scaring me because I feel like it knows me. That's probably the the scariest part. It's because it does. Those are some of our our most ancient gods of our of our culture so that's Tomas, cool. if you can if you can kind of get rid of this turn one. that around <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful beautiful artwork guys this is the other half here at star city studios this is border sessions connecting people through art and music guys go ahead and take us out with life with de niro is a charm
Years I had my doubts, but I'm willing to put up a fight. 